Welcome to the Coronavirus Weekly Brief. We're your hosts. I'm David Sturman. And I'm Melissa Salik-Burke with New America. Here are the headlines you need to know. The Trump administration is scrambling to address a coronavirus outbreak within the White House. As one of Trump's personal valets and Vice President Mike Pence's spokesperson, Katie Miller, tested positive for the virus. In the wake of the positive tests, the White House has ramped up screening and has asked more staffers to work from home. However, on Sunday, the White House said that Vice President Pence would not change his routine or go into quarantine. Meanwhile, White House Coronavirus Task Force member Dr. Anthony Fauci has begun a modified quarantine after coming in contact with an infected White House staffer. Dr. Robert Redfield, who also came in contact with an infected White House staffer, has begun a two-week quarantine. And Dr. Stephen Hahn, the Commissioner of the Food and Drug Administration, is also quarantining himself. In addition, one top military official has quarantined himself, and another has tested positive and negative for coronavirus, though seemingly not as a result of the outbreak at the White House. On Sunday, the Defense Department announced that Chief of Naval Operations Admiral Mike Gilday entered a one-week quarantine after a family member tested positive for COVID-19, and General Joseph Langell, who heads the National Guard, also tested positive on Saturday, though a second test came up negative. He awaits a third test. Both the general and the admiral were absent from a Saturday meeting between Trump and military leaders. The coronavirus spread across the U.S. stemmed from New York City, Seattle, and international travel. New research shows that many infections stem from travel out of New York City before social distancing was firmly implemented. How? The virus's mutations were tracked by geneticists and found that through coronavirus models and travel histories, outbreaks in Arizona, Texas, and Louisiana, among others, likely stemmed from New York City. Yale School of Public Health epidemiologist Nathan Grubaugh says, quote, Infections spreading from New York account for 60 to 65 percent of the sequenced viruses across the country, unquote. Seattle is another city that spread to outbreaks in many U.S. states. The virus in New York has a quote-unquote distinct genetic signature related to the virus spread in Europe, while Washington State's signature is related to the virus spread in China. Other coronavirus hubs in the country were created by international travel, scientists say. By mid-March, when the travel restrictions from Europe were implemented by the White House, it was too late for the United States because, quote, the disease was already spreading widely within the country, unquote, according to reports by the New York Times. Understanding how travel helped spread the coronavirus, states lifting stay-at-home orders may contribute to further spreading of the virus across state borders. The FBI and Department of Homeland Security are planning to issue a warning that China is trying to hack and steal American research into vaccines, according to reports in the New York Times and Wall Street Journal. The warning is part of a strategy to deter such theft, but also part of the administration's effort to focus blame and attention on China, according to the Times. It will come as many states have increased their attention to cyber threats amid the virus. U.S. scientists study the spread of the coronavirus in homeless shelters, advocating for new policies. The new coronavirus has spread rapidly throughout large communal settings, such as prisons, homeless shelters, and nursing homes. Researchers are trying to figure out how to model the spread of the virus so measures can be developed for those living in community settings. Since around 1.4 million people resort to homeless shelters or quote-unquote transitional housing in the United States. What has made this research so challenging is that many of those who had the coronavirus early on and spread the virus did not exhibit symptoms or only one was observed, such as a fever or cough. 
For example, 147 individuals in a Boston homeless shelter tested positive for the coronavirus, but only 7.5% had a cough and less than 1% had a fever. 87.8% were completely asymptomatic, according to a published article in the American Medical Association's online JAMA network. These findings indicate that asymptomatic individuals in community living facilities should still be tested, not just those who have elevated temperatures or coughs. A recently published report by researchers affiliated with the University of Pennsylvania, University of California, Los Angeles, and Boston University found that more than 21,300 homeless people in the United States will need to be hospitalized for COVID-19, and 3,400 will die if nothing changes in shelters across the U.S. today. University of California, San Francisco researcher clinician Marco Kuschel says, quote, as scientists, it's our role to raise up these issues and help the public understand how viruses do discriminate since we live in an inequitable world, unquote. In addition to more frequent testing, researchers are advocating for contact tracing and coronavirus screening. Confirmed cases of coronavirus in Russia continued to rise over the weekend, with authorities saying on Monday that more than 11,000 cases were confirmed in the prior 24 hours. That brings the nationwide total to more than 221,000, the third largest number of cases globally. Russian army medical personnel who were sent to Italy to help fight the outbreak there have now been recalled to help with Russia's outbreak. Major League Baseball, which has been shut down for two months due to the coronavirus, is seeking to reopen in 2020. According to the Wall Street Journal, the league will present a plan for a 2020 season to the Players Union this week. The plan would reportedly see games beginning in July, but a shortened season of 80 games, half the usual number. The relocation of teams and games played without an audience. One potential sticking point remains player salaries, with the league saying it is infeasible to pay full salaries without fans in the seats. To see our daily brief, go to the address in our show notes and follow us on Twitter at New America ISP. Tune in next Monday for our next episode.